Welcome, welcome everyone. I appreciate you so much for choosing to listen to this episode. If you're brand new to my podcast, my name is Akayami McCoy and I am the Christian therapist. I do want you to know that anything that I'm going to be sharing on this podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy or counseling with a licensed mental health professional. What I share on this podcast is mainly for educational or entertainment purposes only. Also, if you listen to this podcast and you really would love to give a comment or feedback on this episode, please feel free to do so by going on to Anchor and leaving either a voice message or you can email me at McCoy at gmail.com and give me your feedback on this episode. I greatly appreciate it and I would love to hear from you. Also, if you so choose, please feel free to share this episode on your social media platform or go on to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star review. That just helps me get the word out a little bit more. And I do appreciate anything that you choose to do with this episode in this podcast. All right. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy. Will you please just let that go? I mean, you really need to let that go. Hey, everyone. (laughs) Have you ever been on the receiving end of either of those two statements? Or better yet, have you been the one that gifted somebody with such words? If so, what was the response of the person receiving that? Is it positive or was it negative? I know that whenever I have been on the receiving end of a statement like that, it was not a good thing. (laughs) Matter of fact, it was a very bad thing as far as I was concerned. That statement alone irritates me to no end. And when I say it to somebody, the looks that I get back from them are fierce. They would literally cut you like a knife. The rest of my interaction with that person who I gifted them with those words is usually null and void. They don't want nothing else to do with me. They literally just shut down and will usually avoid me from that point on. I know it caused me to feel like I was dismissed, unheard, and not even validated when I was on the receiving end of it. I can't really say how it made them feel when I said it to them because when I said it to them, I was usually not concerned about how they felt about what I said. My motivation for saying it, though, was not really meant to be, you know, like to belittle them or to be spiteful or hurt them. It it really wasn't, you know, but it still caused them pain on top of what they were already experiencing in the first place. So why do we make statements like that? When I made the statement in the past It was usually because I was sick of hearing it. I was tired of hearing a person complain about the situation over and over again. Especially when I believed I gave them what I believed was good advice. 
plus nothing could change what happened anyway. The past is the past. Get over it. Just be done with it. Well, I don't know if I would have felt that way had I experienced whatever they had experienced. It's real easy to say, just get over it. But what would happen if that thing happened in you? You probably would have reacted probably 10 times worse than what they had, how they responded. And when something does happen to me, I'm usually saying to myself, how would you react if it happened to you? I'm thinking that in my head when they say that crazy statement to me. (laughs) So you see how that works? It goes both ways. But a lot of times we're not empathetic enough to think about how we would be responding when somebody says that to us. Now, let's talk about how not letting it go will affect us because there is some reason why we need to let it go. There is a benefit to it. But when our thought patterns is to hold on to anger, to pain and unforgiveness, something is happening to our physical body when we don't let go. There is something going on in the background that we're not really aware of. We also may not connect the fact that we are actually experiencing a sickness or some kind of ailment to our body that we may think is unrelated. Sometimes catching colds or having a headache or issues with our blood pressure is totally related to what we are thinking about and what we're experiencing mentally. We also may experience pains in our joints, in our muscles, inflammation, all kinds of issues. Our skin may even get inflamed because of things that we got going on in our minds and stuff that we're refusing to let go in our minds. You see, the mind plays a significant, (laughs) when I mean significant, a significant role in how our brains respond to our bodies. The brain will actually release hormones into our bloodstream as a result of any signals it's getting. Whether the signals are happy, whether the signals are from sadness, they're all linked to our thoughts. A lot of this is linked to our thoughts. It's also linked to, of course, what we put in our bodies. But there's one, what we're talking about today is based on our thoughts. When I myself respond to any type of outside stimuli, my mind will process it and I will begin to feel some sort of way based off of what I believe about what I'm being stimulated by. And what I mean by that is based off of something that I hear, that I see, that I feel, that I touch, that I taste, my thoughts around that will be stimulated and it will stimulate a reaction in my brain. All of this has a chain reaction. But if any of my thoughts or what I'm seeing or what I'm hearing is negative, My thoughts and my attitudes and behavior are going to be affected by that. And I'm going to be, if they're negative, I'm going to be headed in destruction. I'm going to be headed in a, like a pit, like a dark pit somewhere. 
because that is something that will just continuously get worse and worse until I do something about it. So why am I telling y'all all of this? One of the reasons is letting things go has a great benefit to our mental, physical, spiritual body. It has a great benefit to our physical body, our spiritual body, and our mind. That's the best way to say that. <laughs> so what are the, some of the things you really need to know and I really want you to, to know? Number one, you truly can't change what has already happened. You know, when they say the past is the past, leave it where it is. Well, you don't have no choice but to leave it where it is because it's already happened and there's nothing that can be done to change yesterday. Nothing. Number two, letting it go does not mean the person that did something to you get away with it. It just means at that moment in time, there is something that you need to do for yourself because there is nothing that you really can do about it at that moment. But it has nothing to do with whether or not they're getting away with it. Three, your strength and weakness has nothing to do with if you decide to let it go. So you're not weak if you decide to let it go and you're not strong if you choose not to let it go. It, it doesn't have anything to do with that. But it has more to do with knowing the truth about the situation. Four, it's more difficult to try to resolve a conflict or restore relationship when you're holding on to pain and unforgiveness. So you may not want the relationship restored. That's fine. But either way, letting not letting go doesn't do anything for you. Five, there is no benefits from holding on. There's no benefits. There's a whole lot of deficits, but there's definitely no benefits to holding on. Six, your, per, your physical body will suffer the consequences of you refusing to let that go. The weight of that The burden of that, the overload of that is going to cause you so much more harm. And your body, as I said already, will suffer the consequences. Seven, your mind becomes way overloaded and overburdened, which prevents you from experiencing the fullness of life. You only get 24 hours in every day. In any given day, you only get 24 hours. But when you're holding on to something like that, you lose that time. You don't get it back. I don't get it back. You don't. So you're not having the ability to experience the fullness of life that God has for you. The joy, the peace, the love, and the time spent with people that really matter the most. And the last thing, you have nothing to prove to anyone. You don't have nothing to prove to nobody. So whether you let it go or not let it go, there's nothing to prove. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or I am trying to please people. If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So you got to just think about who are you trying to prove something to? 
Are you trying to prove it to yourself or are you trying to prove it to them? Now, let's talk about things that you can do to help yourself and to help others. If you know of someone or you're the person struggling with letting go, here are a few steps that you can take away from all of this. One, go talk to someone who is a great listener that's non-judgmental, non-critical, and won't use anything that you say against you in the future. But just remember that sometimes we go to family, but family may not always be able to really help you or be able to know what you should be doing to help yourself. Not everyone is a, a source for certain situations. Two, identify for yourself some healthy behaviors to practice. You must practice things to, let, to allow them to become habits. So your subconscious mind will hold on to those things and they will be the new default for your behavior. When your mind becomes overloaded, it's good to take long walks out in nature because nature's vibration is always positive. Or you might want to try listening to some soft music that don't have any words connected. Just the sound of certain music, you know, lower tones are good for the, the mind and the way the brain will respond. You know, your physical body responds to soft music and a nice environment. That's why I said going outside is a great way. And then also maybe watching something or listening to something that is comedy related. Laughing is such oh, such a wonderful thing and a wonderful benefit to the body. And it's great medicine to the body. What I'm trying to say is you need to find a positive distraction. That's what's so important in all of this. You need a positive distraction to take your mind off of that thing that you're so heavily focused on. And the last thing, what most people don't even realize, is lower your sugar and carb intake. There is a direct correlation to mental health and the gut. And you can find out more about that. I have a podcast um, episode that talks about gut health and mental health and diet. So you can look at that, look for that in my listing. And I'll try to remember to link that in the show notes. All right. I hope this stuff has helped you in some way. And I hope you choose to share it with somebody else that might need to hear it. Until the next time, good mental, physical, and spiritual health. Y'all take great care. So what did you think about the episode you just listened to? Well, if you want to tell me what you think about it, don't forget, as I said in the beginning, feel free to either leave a voice message about your experience with this episode or email me at McCoy at gmail.com. Anything that I'm talking about on this episode or any information about how to connect with me will always be in the show notes. So check those out. And if you want to ever work with me as far as counseling or therapy, consulting, or just some educational information as far as mental health is concerned, please feel free to connect with me at 404 404- 
759-4853. And you can set up a free 10-minute consultation with me to see exactly what it is that you might need assistance with. I would love to be part of your team and your support. All right. Until the next time, good mental health, good spiritual health, and good physical health. Y'all take great care.